are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. Hope everyone had a great Monday. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. Happy Tuesday. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Happy to have you rock with me today. If you haven't already done so, do yourself that favor. Download and subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you today. We're going to break down some of our pro heels and the games that they had over a week two of the NFL. More importantly, I'm going to talk to you about some of our former Tar Heels that had a, a rousing good time in China. And unfortunately, it didn't quite end well for this particular person. But we'll discuss it and maybe some pointers that he could have used for future reference in case he's trying to, you know, get himself back into playing position. So let's get started. All right. Happy Tuesday. Like I said before, it's been quite the week. As we know, Carolina football is not playing this weekend. Boston College is what we have our sights on. Unfortunately, Carolina put out the calls. Nobody wanted to come and take on the heels. They didn't want that Sam Howell energy. They were a little nervous. I totally get it. (laughs) I wouldn't want to try my wits at Carolina. But as we also see, a lot of teams are just trying to stay healthy and stay away from others as much as possible. As I don't know if you're in the Triangle area, but there's news about NC State and the Virginia Tech game might be in jeopardy. Coach Fuentes said, you know, they might not have a full roster due to everything that's going on, due to some positive tests. So, you know, everything could be in jeopardy for NC State and Virginia Tech, but we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. Essentially, what I'm saying is I wouldn't want to play either. Let's keep everyone. I know we're trying to have as much of a season as possible. We see the Big Ten having eight games in eight weeks. They're trying to probably steer clear of people. We see the SEC getting ready to start their season. And everyone is just trying to stay healthy and stay distant and do what they can to just get the games that they have on paper in front of them done. We all know Charlotte was supposed to be our opponent last week, but unfortunately they had a whole position group that went down. So you can't really play if your whole O-line is not healthy. That would have been very detrimental to the quarterback for that day. So thoughts and prayers to the uh, Charlotte people, but we'll keep rolling and we'll just keep getting our in preparation for Boston College. You had quite the showing, you know, in their debut. So it'll be a nice breakdown next week when we, you know, analyze Boston College, talk about Mac Brown's presser, talk about the other coaches, what the players are saying, and how they're prepared going into that week. More importantly, I have some great stories to discuss today. I don't I don't know if y'all caught the Ty Lawson news over the weekend. He had uploaded some images on his Instagram page from some of his escapades in China. It was enjoying him. He was enjoying himself apparently at a professional dancer outing. You know, I'll let you infer from there. But it was clearly too much fun for the Chinese CBA. Ty Lawson was reportedly banned for life from the Chinese CBA, which is basketball association over there in that sports league, and he will no longer be a part of it, which is sad to see because he's always one of those that you assumed would have this long career be this guy who would take his talents to the NBA and be successful for quite some time unfortunately that didn't quite pan out he's had a long career but it has been up and down and all over the place not the tie of old that we saw when we were watching him in a Carolina jersey so a couple lessons I think we can all learn from this however you know if you're going to be buck wild especially in a pandemic it may help to just I don't know keep it to yourself 
Like, it's totally fine to party and have a good time, release some energy. We all know we're been, we've been tense in the house. I'm not sure if you guys had some in-home, you know, gatherings or what have you. And, you know, do your thing. But you don't have to show everyone. <laughs> Especially if, you know, there's restrictions or there's, you know, rules in place that you're not allowed to be out and about especially when we're all, everyone's trying to maintain safety it just seems crazy but you know hey i'm not judging i'm just saying well, here's lessons if you're gonna do it keep it to yourself that's like known facts if you're gonna do a crime do it yourself anytime you try to have a crew a posse it never ends well somebody always snitches so i'm just saying if you're gonna live a life that's probably not gonna be rule breaking a little bit just you know do your thing to yourself there you go that's my first priceless gym of the day number two you can live young wild and free in that yellow life if you want to just know that there are consequences to your actions word to my peeps who are not wearing masks i think so many people out right now are assuming that oh because i have this inalienable right as an american i can do whatever i want fine do that i think so many people this year have realized that the first amendment doesn't exactly mean what they thought it meant you can say whatever you want you can do whatever you put sure fine within reason not you know all the ratchet ratchet stuff and murder all that kind of the law you know abiding by certain things you can say whatever you please however there are repercussions for things that you say there are repercussions for things that you do if a store or facility has a no excuse me let me start that again because i was about to get ugly right that was lord's having me stutter because he knew i was about to get ugly and say something if there is a signage going on in the store saying you have to wear a mask and you choose not to they have right to refuse your service as much you know as you think that you need that credit card swipe they don't need it right so let's just do our due diligence abide by a couple rules it's not that serious and let's go about our day it's really just not hard i wish we would all get to that place of just understanding if college kids can follow the freaking rules for the most part especially the athletes uh, that's what i'm more leaning towards i'm pretty sure we can do our part as um young adults and more importantly older adults i think we can do our due diligence and just wear a freaking mask or we can just you know be quiet party if we're gonna party and go out and do whatever don't take a picture of it it just is really that simple you know that wasn't the way i wanted to highlight our pro heels to start but i had to mention it and i hope tad turns it around for himself so we'll keep our eyes peeled for that i want to talk mitch Trubisky and his two no start football world eric ebron and his new role with the pittsburgh steelers i just i think it's high time we analyze some pro football since we don't get to have college football i'll talk about all of that next here on locked on tar heels Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you make sure you download subscribe to the podcast locked on tar heels you followed us on twitter at locked on heels you followed me personally at candace d cooper you love the tar tar heels especially the ones that are in the pros i had the opportunity this sunday to catch you know some of my one of my favorite teams in the nfl the new york giants i know i understand what you're about to say and i don't want to hear it you can save it we've unless your team has won a super bowl not trying to hear it 
if you haven't won a Super Bowl, just keep it to yourself. If you have, let's have a conversation. You know, I would love to hear your thoughts if you're a Patriots fan. Sure, that's cool. However, we've always beat you when we went to the Super Bowl. Not often, but still. Tom Brady can never say he beat my man Eli Manning. That's all I'm going to say about that. Now, though my Giants are not the same, not the Giants of old, I'm still entrusting a Duke quarter, former Duke quarterback, Danny Dimes. I don't know where the hell he got that name, but here we are. Daniel Jones leading the charge, but unfortunately, the Giants took an L in many ways, not only to the Bears um, with quarterback Mitch Trubisky, but as many of you know, they took an L with Saquon Barkley, who unfortunately, you know, tore his ACL and is done for the season. Frustrating because our offense is truly built around him. I don't know if you've seen Golden Tate, but he's a little past his prime. Evan Ingram can't stay healthy to save his life. Sterling Shepard has a struggle with that head of his, always in concussion protocol or hurting his pinky toe or his uh, finger. I just, you know, I can't call it with Sterling these days. He has very cute babies. However, I just need him to perform on the field week in and week out and he can't seem to do that for me so that's a whole nother rabbit hole I could go down but you know I'm in Giants fans anonymous so if you, any of you else subscribe to that please let me know I would love to have that conversation how are you coping with the fact that we're just not going to be good for a hot minute and you get them in to go but that's just again rabbit hole I digress I certainly digress I'm here to talk about former Tar Heel Mitch Trubisky though who threw two touchdown passes on Sunday as the Bears held on to win and beat the Giants uh, 17-13. Um, the, I'm, I'm sure the Bears were glad to hang on after it looked like they were headed toward an easy win. They're off to their best start since 2013 team and since the 2013 team, we'll say that three times fast, won their first three games. It's funny because Eric Ebron, who I'll talk about later, former Tar Heel, tweeted about his essentially annoyance that people kept giving Mitch grief despite his 2-0 start. You know, oh, all these people talking noise, but, you know, Mitch has a 2-0 start. Here's my thing. When he's with the Bears and we're congratulating him on a 2-0 start, let's maybe make sure that Mitch is the one who's actually leading the charge and he doesn't isn't receiving the benefits of a strong Chicago Bear defense. I don't know. Tariq Cohen, also in your backfield. Solid guy. We're going to talk about him later in our North Carolina love today. But Trubisky completed 18 of 28 passes for 190 yards. Not, you know, it's cool. He threw two interceptions and was sacked four times. All right, now we're getting to the nitty and the gritty. I also give T in shade to the offensive line because I believe that that is essentially the most important position on the field because you make everyone look good or bad, essentially, by how you perform, in my opinion. But he said post-game, we've got to finish. We've got to put four quarters together and get and keep getting better. And I think he was talking mostly to himself, but, you know, I had time. I think he just understands also a little bit. He's lucky to have defensive help from Khalil Mack and fellow Tar Heel Robert Quinn to clean things up a bit, but it certainly won't sustain them throughout the season. So a 2-0 start's great, but we've also seen teams who've won 2-0 and then haven't won since. Are we, are we, are we there? We can keep that a buck with each other. We've seen people who have hot start and stuttering finishes, you know, who end up in the middle of the road. 
Chicago Bears have the opportunity. We've seen them, you know, get into playoff, potentially playoff contention. We've seen them, you know, struggle high tie in a bit. So I think Mitch is just one of those happy to be here. I think he's a leader, but in the 2020 season, he's still average at best, but hopefully things will turn around and he can maintain his confidence and lead his team. You know, the signing of Nick Foles had folks believing that Mitch was out of the door, but he won his starting job. Now, also, I'm not going to sit here and say Nick Foles was a formidable opponent. I can't, <laughs> I can't lie like that. However, when you win your starting job, you win your starting job. He's the leader of the team. But wait, I always go back to it, and I don't know if anybody else. I, can, I still cannot believe this man was a first-round number two overall pick. I would just like to have a conversation with the Bears organization. I just want to know what y'all saw, period. It's not, again, no tea, no shade. I just want to know what the vision you saw when picking Mitch. Coming out of Carolina and going up against Deshaun Watson, going up against uh, Lamar Jackson. What what was the vision? Let me know. I want to have, let's, I would love to have a sit down one-on-one, be a fly on the wall. But like I said, he's won his starting job. He owe, we owe it to him to give him that respect and maybe they can pay him out. Do me, show, show me wrong, you know, prove me wrong that I am a liar, make a liar out of me and that's right on fine. But I, I don't know, let's not hype up the two and no start, you know, unless we can assure that it's all for Mitch's doing and help, okay? Period. It's also me being a little bit bitter because it was the Giants, but that's another story for another day. Last bit of North Carolina news. A shout out to Tariq Cohen, former A&T Aggie. The Bears announced a three-year contract ex- extension with running back, this running back and return specialist on Sunday. The deal guarantees about $9.5 million and could be worth $18.25 million, according to his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. I just need Drew to be my friend. That's all I'm saying. I, that's a nice little penny, but you know, well-deserved for Tariq, who has been such an essential asset to the Bears organization and Bears team, especially these past couple of years. He has made a name for himself being, what, five, five on a good day and just being a lightning bolt talent where he's just speed that you can't even that's god given right you can't you can't work hard for that that's just something natural in his ability so congrats to him and hopefully he keeps the the momentum going for there i'll break down eric ebron former tar heel and the steelers next here on locked on tar heels i can't wait to tell you again why tight ends just need more love do they not let's talk about it if you haven't already left five stars you're kind of just doing yourself a disservice for Tar Heels you know it's as a fellow Tar Heel you are not being a part of the Carolina way in terms of leaving me all the love if you haven't followed on Twitter at Lost on Heels what are you doing if you haven't followed on me personally at Candace D. Cooper I'm not surely sure what you're doing out here download subscribe to the podcast let's have some fun with this this podcast is supposed to be fun enjoyable kickback talk junk all that good stuff but we all know at the end of the day we love our heels and that's how we're gonna do it so let's focus on another pro heel we've got eric ebron i just want to hype up the tight ends for the day okay the way noah font i was talking to locked on iowa's Andrew Wade this past weekend in Locked on College Football about Noah and how Titan University seems to be the University of Iowa and how they just keep producing these great, hard-hitting, hard-working young men out there. He, apparently the way he excelled on Sunday is the way I believe Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger should uh, capitalize on newly acquired Eric Ebron. 
Ben threw for 311 yards with two touchdowns and an interception in his second game back from right elbow surgery. The 38-year-old connected on 29 of 41 passes, including a rainbow down the left sideline to rookie Chase Claypool that turned into an 84-yard touchdown. Still, he hasn't exactly thrilled um, on a day the Steelers never trailed, but struggled to put the Broncos away. He said, quote, the good news is when you play poorly and still win football game, that's something to be thankful for. I just need to trust myself making the throws, the guys, and hope the guys are in the right spot. Ben is certainly shaking the rust off, so I think utilizing Ebron will be good for the Steelers. Ebron finished with three receptions for 43 yards behind Steelers receiving stars, Juju Smith-Schuster, Chase Claypool, and Deontay Johnson. A lot of hype has been brought around Chase Claypool, thinking that he is going to be the next coming, going to be like, uh, uh, what's my name? I'm having a break. Antonio Brown back when he was doing his thing, you know, all that good stuff. Maybe he will just, but less drama. Of course, we always love less drama. <laughs> Eric Ebron, though, is an essential go-to man. He reminds me of the Greg Olsen of the world. He's just Mr. Dependable, finds his spot, gets you that, you know, third and long when you need it, and it's just right there to excel and keep the drive going. We'll clearly take a win anytime we can get it, but we'll keep our eyes peeled on how that matchup and maybe that duo will form as the relationship goes. Chemistry will get better, and the Steelers will be off and ro- rolling just like the Bears that I talked about earlier. Now, later on this week, I'll have Bill Ricky from Locked On Panthers podcast. He'll talk to me about the Panthers. I did want to give you that story about Trey Boston and kind of just analyze where the Panthers defense is going. I know some of you might be Carolina Panthers fans as well as Tar Heels fans. So let's have that conversation and just have, did you get frustrated with Trey when he was at Carolina? Because I'm certainly thinking that you were frustrated with him this past Sunday in their matchup. But my priceless gym, as you head into the rest of the week, as you get into this Tuesday, be smart. Wear your mask and stay safe socially distant. I hope you have a great Tuesday and as always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.